L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically, historically inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear Washington, you do that again. John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Sorry, we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast-forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! I did it! I was in I was in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm kind of doing You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. L-A-S. Hi-ho, friends. Naomi here. Welcome to The Ruckus. This is a show where we will talk about all sorts of uncomfortable conversations that you probably don't want to have around the dining dining room table. But you can have them with me here on the fourth floor of Theater Cedar Rapids or wherever you're listening to me ramble. Perhaps it's in your car or in the bathtub. Those of you who don't know me, like I said, I'm Naomi. I make a lot of weird stuff online. (laughs) I do videos, I make music, I write it, I record it, I play it, I do graphic design and photos. I just like to do creative things. Um, That's all you really need to know about me. So I'm going to introduce my very first guest and it's my sister. Hi. (laughs) So some people say that we sound alike on the phone. I don't really hear it, but like, Maybe you guys will have a hard time understanding who is who. Say like apples. 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 You can't even tell who's who. Well, that's for them to judge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Micah, so so we, we told everybody that you're my sister. You're my younger sister. You have way more credentials in life than I do. Will you please tell us your credentials so people know that you're a trustworthy source to listen to (laughs) oh god (laughs) well my name is micah i'm naomi's sister that's her real voice (laughs) that's how they'll differentiate us oh i see i'll talk like this (laughs) oh i went to school question mark (laughs) she has her master's she's actually quite brilliant (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you have your master's in? Social work. Social work. It means I revel in the gray things of life. Oh my gosh. The gray areas. There's a lot of gray areas. Makes my husband very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I kind of know. Well, that kind of actually ties into the topic a little bit that we're look at me making a segue that we're going to talk about today. Chimpanzee riding on a segue. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the gray areas in life, um, which also kind of um, 
couples with the the people that have just black and white opinions in life. You know, like we're going to talk about um, cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias. And um, those are big uh, words that I don't feel like um, many people have given a lot of thought to. But basically, do, do you want to explain what it means or do you want me to? Uh, go ahead. Okay. So I'll- both of them are really related closely. Cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias are yeah. like sisters, right? Okay. Yes. So um, basically, I'm going to say, and you can correct me, but in a nutshell, I qualify or quantify or define both of these things as um, like we as humans want to be right all of the time. And when we want to be right, we seek out information that proves that we're right. Confirms what you already believe. Confirms what we we already believe. Or what's already normal to you. Yes. What you were raised in Mm -hmm. or or what you were conditioned to Mm -hmm. believe at a certain point in your life or whatever. So... Um, it's interesting to me because even the smartest people and even the most logical thinkers in life, the most brilliant minds are still, um, are, are still like subject to having confirmation bias and cognitive dissonance. Right. Um, it's, it's just kind of how our brains are designed. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You could probably have a more eloquent def or like explanation of this, but like, I feel like I I have an eloquent explanation. Okay, please. Okay. So this is coming from my Instagram psychiatrist. Is it the holistic (laughs) healer? The holistic psychologist. Yeah, that that girl. Yeah, I love her. Um, Well, in school too. I went to school. (laughs) Um, Masters. (laughs) Uh. Basically, your brains are wired to keep you safe from a survival standpoint. And I would say it's an overreaction for your brain to try to keep you safe from your own thoughts. But that's the root of it. Yeah. So if you're, I I guess an extreme case is looking for a significant other. Sure. It's like you're... You're looking for somebody who's familiar to you and whether or not you think you were raised awesome or not awesome, it's what you're used to, what you grew up in. You'll probably, if you're not really self-aware, probably look for similar patterns so that it falls within like the current of your life. Yeah, like Like a lot of current that is already flowing. Yeah. You look for things that will flow in that current with you and it. Even if that means you're going to bad places or not right. productive places. Like our brain, like I, I always kind of, I have to put my my brain in an analogy of, I call it like my brain trap or whatever, where like I'll be like, why am I going down this road where I know isn't going to lead me anywhere good, but this is where my body and my mind wants me to go. And it's like, well, that's what I'm conditioned to do. Those are the those are the decisions I'm conditioned to take mm-hmm. because of X, Y, Z. I think it's a lot, a big reason why uh, people um, often marry someone similar to their father or similar to their mother or whatever. They're, mm-hmm. they're used to the way that um, 
one spouse or one parent treats the other. And so whether they approve of that behavior or not, it's what they know. And so they seek it out Mm -hmm. sometimes. Like different thought patterns are an assault on your senses. Yeah. And so even though it's not going to kill you, it's still an assault to a minor degree and we're conditioned to avoid those your brain still like interprets it as like oh shit like this is yeah this is scary or whatever yes um so i I guess do you i have an example but do you have an example of like um we don't have to get super personal but do you have an example of something where you've like purposely worked to overcome having a confirmation bias or or um a cognitive dissonance situation or I can go first too because I have a I have a story on deck and then maybe if you yeah wanna. you go okay so the first time the first time that I was aware that this was a like a I didn't have the words for it yet like I didn't know this is what my brain was doing but so um ages ago I I'm, I think you even know who this girl is um when social media came um like it was a long time ago, guys. So, like, when, like, uh, Pride Month was circulating through social media, um, on Facebook particularly, um, it was the first time that I was aware that there was even uh, such a thing as Pride Month or whatever. Um, and it was just all over my Facebook page. And then I also noticed that it was all, it was like the bumper stickers, like gay pride were all over the place, stickers and stuff. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, no one cares who you're fucking. Like, I don't, I don't. You probably didn't say fuck at the time. No, I didn't. I was much too prude for that. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, what the the French toast? (laughs) But I I was, that's not an original. I forget where I got that line. But anyway. (laughs) not that clever but no so I'm like well why can't I have a straight pride bumper sticker why why would people be like oh my gosh Naomi that's so rude I didn't get it oh my gosh it's like this is embarrassing even like admitting this about I'm embarrassed for you I know (laughs) (laughs) no it's just because it's how we were raised it's how we were raised yeah yeah and um and I feel like you know I feel like our family has come a long way since then in certain aspects which is good, but well, like affirmative <laughs> action. It's like, well, why should the minority person mm-hmm. get the job before me? Like, yeah. yeah. Do you want to hear about my hardships as a white person? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, I, I had the audacity <laughs> to post this online on Facebook. I'm like, click, click, click. Wait, where's? And this is why you're self-employed. <laughs> you're <laughs> kidding. Here's my sound effects. Me typing on the computer on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I have a, a straight pride sticker? Why do you guys have to have all these gay pride stickers? And then this girl who you know, but I won't say her name. She is a lesbian. And um, <clears throat> she got on my comments and um, said, uh, well, y- you don't need straight pride. Um, but we have gay pride because we are marginalized and um, abused and harassed in 
all these different aspects of our life right. that you as a straight person probably have never experienced before. Like your life has not been made harder because you are straight. Exactly. And that thought had never processed <laughs> through my brain before. <laughs> I I honestly didn't have anything against gay people. Yeah. But I just didn't understand why we had to have those two different like distinctions. Like in my mind I was saying no one cares who you're fucking like. But in reality for some reason, people really do care who you're fucking and they really do persecute you depending mm-hmm. on where you want to go and who you want to be with. And so anyway, th- this kind lesbian was talking to me in the comment section and I didn't respond because I thought the audacity of responding to me in a logical way, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> and I did. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I ever replied to her. But that conversation like stuck with me mm-hmm. till this day and has made me um, like that cover. So everybody that says, you know, comment section wars, like they'll get you nowhere. I'd say that's true 95 percent of the time. But then there's those times where you can have an impact that maybe won't uh, you won't see the fruit of your labor right away. But people like me, I've had a lot of things change in my mind because like when of the planets align. What? Like planets align. Hercules? Hercules! It's like, it doesn't happen very often, but the planets align in different people's lives for like a flash of time. And if your comment thread war happens to be in one of those times, Mm -hmm. like it could be very impactful. Yeah. And hers was. Yeah. Not at the time. But, like, it got me thinking, like, oh, my gosh, that's a perspective that I've never thought of before. However, my brain trap was, like, no. That goes against. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. It was, like, no, get this out. My butt. It hurts. <laughs> it was. It's, like, this is not for me. This goes against everything that I was raised to think and believe. And even though I had no problem with her lifestyle or I don't like to call it a lifestyle, who she was as a person. I had no problem with who she was as a person or uh, her orientation. Um, It didn't compute. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. let it compute. And the reality of it is, I think this is the reality of it, and this is why I'm glad you're here. The reality of it is, is our, like we were talking about earlier, our brain, like, um, there's so much new information coming at us constantly, Mm -hmm. constantly, that we have to, like, our brain has this, like, a mechanism where it filters that stuff out so we can just stay stay the course. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be like, squirrel, 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 you know. Yeah. And so it works against us sometimes, and that's why I feel like we can have a little grace with ourselves in the process of getting rid of some of this cognitive uh, dissonance and confirmation bias. I feel like the only way is to have a little grace with yourself because you have to realize that your brain is working against you. Yeah. In grace this with area. other people too. And grace with other people too, which I have very little grace with other people. But knowing this more about myself has been like beneficial for my comment section wars too, where I can at least ask more questions of people instead of just be like, you're a fucking dick and you know, how dare you have yeah. those opinions? Yeah. Uh, because I was a fucking dick that had horrible opinions too. And I'm sure I still have horrible opinions now that I'm not quite aware of yet. Like, I feel like I'm way better of a person these days. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs way up. For our leading lady. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, I'm working I'm working on being able to understand that like people's bullheadedness is sometimes it's their fault, but it's not I don't know. I don't know how to phrase that. Maybe yeah. maybe I think I think Well, people, and I think it helps to not be condescending cuz it's like I think yeah. I think how I get away with not being condescending when I do it properly is being like I remember times when I thought this way too. Like, yeah, I remember like this hurting my feelings at a time too. Yeah. Showing people that you and have a relate. You relate. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And this is how I got out of it. Or yeah. I think um, I want to do a whole episode about empathy, but I think practicing empathy with other people has also really helped me not be such a shit person all the time is having a little bit of empathy, knowing that they probably were raised similarly to how I was raised, and um, they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And like I said, all of us are stuck somewhere in some degree. Or yep. on, yeah, in some degree. Um, so we talked about, like, why our brain does this. And, like, I even, like, looked up scientific definitions of this to try to sound a little smarter, but really, like... I feel like that dumbed down answer of like our brains just being like, no, I don't want anything new. Ouch, it hurts. I think that's really like a a pretty accurate description in my opinion. Yes. Um, So like we, we see, we see this confirmation bias, cognitive dissonance stuff all over um, in life. I see it all the time on social media, especially when like politics and shit get circled around. Um, But, I also think it's important to like talk about the almighty al- algorithm. This is where I would really, Alex, love ah. it if you could like in post if you would make our um, our our voices sound like we're angels or gods or something when we say almighty algorithm. Let's say it together. The almighty, almighty algorithm. algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully that sounded fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so so I watched this movie. Alex, maybe you could look it up for me. I think we talked about it earlier, but I watched this movie about how social media, like, um, you are a product. You are not a consumer of social media. You are the product of social media. Um, The ads that they sell on social media are specifically targeted. The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix, I think, right? I highly recommend everybody watching it. Have you have you watched it? No. Oh, it's so good. It's not good because it makes you feel like sick in your stomach, but it's really good because um, it just shows you how just fucked it is. <sighs> fucked. It's horrible. Like, so I let's say. Well, let's not say. I'll just say I am a person who. <clears throat> Uh, politically probably aligns in the middle, maybe more libertarian. I don't know, maybe closer to the Democrat. I don't, I don't, um, align with either side. And so I, um, got a lot of ads for, uh, green parties, third Mm -hmm. parties. Right. Um, I am a musician and so I get a, a shit ton of ads for like cool guitar strap companies or um, here's a group that you might want to join mm-hmm. to talk about music with other people. Um, I take photo, you know, so like whatever you're interested in, 
Facebook knows that all the Instagram or all the uh, yeah. social medias they they know this about you. They they know they track your literally every movement how long you sit on an ad or how long you sit on a post oh you you stayed 0.10 seconds longer on naomi's post so you know we're gonna show you another naomi post later on you know so whatever you engage with even even pausing for a little longer counts as engagement whatever you like engage with it feeds you more of Sometimes I do that on purpose. Sometimes on I do it too. Yeah. yeah. To manipulate what I want to see on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So like, that's another reason why I can't just, <laughs> why I shouldn't just hate somebody right off the bat for having asinine viewpoints about things. Um, because when you are just handed more information that confirms what you already believe, it just builds that brain trap stronger and stronger it's like a fortress being built i feel like so a more dense version of old school confirmation bias yeah it's yeah it's just like um you know like we go we go to church and then we go to sunday school and then we go to youth group and then we go you know like it's just so it's like more and more more. 30 years ago this all was still happening on a macro level did you hear that i used that term Macro. macro That's fancy talk. I learned it from school. Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so confirmation bias, like, I pick the friends that do the same things as me. I read the books that line up with my hobbies. I listen to the radio station that fits with my preferences and my beliefs and my interests or, or taste in music or whatever so that's like the larger scale like, and also you pick the friends that are beside you like yes. you only have options in our class I had 52 kids or whatever I only have options for 52 friends right and I only have options for four radio stations right. in my small town yes. and so you're just fed yes what is available to you right and now would you say it's I think I think I'm saying it right now it's like condensed because now we have all of those same confirmation biases or all those things that align with everything we're about yeah on social media which is most everyone's pastime right yeah and it just like solidifies and solidifies so does that mean the dicks are getting dickier yeah no i do think so i do think so because there's more like you can join armies basically and the liberals are getting liberaler yeah and the conservatives are getting more conservativeness yeah all of those things are (laughs) are we all getting more like polarized i think i think and this ties in really well i think yes if we're not aware of of the the phenomenon of cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias i think we all are getting and the bastards that are feeding into it. Yeah. We're if we're not aware of our Those brain ones trap, and zeros. It's true. The ones and zeros are are um, conditioning our brains. Right. And so those that aren't aware of cognitive dissonance and bias, we're just getting dickier and and um, we're just regurgitating what we've been force fed. But people like who I'm trying to be trying, um, I I'm aware of the dissonance and the bias, and so I'm trying to not let the ones and zeros rule my decisions or my viewpoints. Instead of diggier, 
more solidified. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. This could this could be I could make a logo out of that. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the say the almighty algorithm. The, the almighty algorithm. algorithm. We've talked about that. And that <laughs> we should probably talk about what what are some actionable things that we can do to uh, counteract it. So I have just two really dumb examples. Watch TLC. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Reality television. So, yeah, that was one of the things of my two things is, is um, getting more sources in your life. So if you normally just listen to Fox News, perhaps also tune into NPR every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like if you only, you know, check your sources. I, I think you get it. You know, like you uh, um, a lot of these news sources have have government backing and you don't quite know if what they're reporting this goes for both sides all sides you don't quite know if what they're reporting is um is because the big man is telling them to do it Mm -hmm. or else you won't get funding Mm -hmm. or um that's why i think it's important to seek out privately funded news sources and stuff like that because um, even those can be biased, but at least there's no big man saying, um, "Yeah, tell everybody this, that, and the other thing." You know, um, so that's one of the things. Like, like seek out if you're researching if you're researching a topic, seek out different sources. The opposite, yeah. Somebody seek out that has opposing. disproved your idea. Yeah, and I suggest doing that. A well-rounded worldview. Yeah, yeah. And probably do it on a top. If you're t- going to practice this, probably do it on a topic that isn't very important to you. Probably don't go after your religion right away. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> I did that. I'm doing that. But like maybe something that doesn't matter as much. Like why is Star Wars better than Star Trek? And and people can get into heated arguments about something that doesn't really affect much of life you know I was gonna say it doesn't matter but it does but you know like I guess I'll give you like a real world example real quick so I um I wanted to buy a Sony camera and I saved up my money to buy this Sony camera and it took Mm -hmm. a while and in the meantime while I was saving up this new camera came out by uh Canon and um I'm like oh well now this is this is a pretty good competitor to my Sony that I want and in my mind, you know, in my heart of hearts, I was set on the Sony. So even though the information of the Canon had some m- more specs that I probably would have benefited from better, right. I'm like, no, I'm going to get the Sony. Even though I was presented with information and facts and proof that the Canon might be met- better for my needs, okay, um, I just, you know, like, no, the Sony is the path to go. And so th- this was a situation where I could decide, okay, I know that my heart is set on this path. My brain is going, oh, it hurts. <laughs> so uh, let's really evaluate, you know, pros and cons. Let's let's do an actual list, which is better for my needs. Who cares what brand it is? Who cares if all your friends are getting the Sony? get the Canon if it's better, you know, like, so stuff like that, like all, all these things that don't really have a huge effect in your life. You can practice these, um, like, like getting rid of confirmation bias and cognitive dissonance 
on those little things. And then once you're aware of how that process works in your brain and how it feels and, and when you get used to the discomfort that it, it brings you a little bit in your mind, you can then kind of have like the this. wheels of change. Yeah. Yeah. You have this like um, you're used to it, you know, and you have like this new armor to move forward in and tackle bigger topics that do matter in your life like perhaps it's your religion or your political views or your viewpoints on other people's uh lives or whatever right but so i think i don't know i've i've been rambling a lot do you finally have an example in your head of like how like a real world example in your life hello everybody my name is james and i am sarah and and we we are are full of bs Which is why we're starting a new podcast called A Load of BS. We probably want to tell them what BS is, though, James. What do you mean? Everybody knows what BS is. No, we got to tell them what BS means. It's brand strategy. Everybody knows that. I mean, it could potentially mean something else. Like what? Boat snack? (laughs) Bucket sauce? I don't don't know. Everybody knows it's brand strategy. That's it. That's, That's what I heard on the streets. I, I guess. Okay, well, now you know. You can be full of brand strategy, too. So if you want to be full of BS, too, I would recommend checking out our podcast, which will be coming out every second and fourth Wednesday of the month, produced by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of LAS Podcast, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. We all can be full of BS together. Come join us. I've been told that I'm full of BS a lot. It's true. I stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Moana, remember? When he's like, holds the chicken up, he's like, boat snack. I'm Logan Adam Schultz, digital and content marketing guy. I'm Alex Schulte, creative director dude. And I'm Craig Johnson, maker of graphics. And we're the LAS Marketing Team. And this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, Eastern Iowa's newest podcast filled with laughter, stories, and insight from a rotating cast of marketing professionals. Every Tuesday, join us as we break down modern marketing practices into something that you can use right now to better market your business, nonprofit, band, or even that dresser you've been trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. There'll be new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friends with Marketing Benefits is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. If you feel like it. LAS. Yes. And I will say, like, I feel like this is easy for me to talk about because I, like, love this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to change for the better? Me! Me! I want to change! Just <laughs> me. <laughs> um, or I think that's a, uh, why, like, this uh, the social worker in us. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, so I still live in that little town mm-hmm. that we grew up in, and um, it's a bummer to me that I don't get like that I don't get to witness uh, two guys fall in love and mm-hmm. 
go to their wedding and you know like I don't get to witness that very often I don't get to witness like minorities down the street you know like I don't get to know these people personally and so like I like know they're out there yeah feel a responsibility to understand the world a little better uh, and not live inside my little cardboard box. Um, so I watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um, and then uh, my husband comes in and he's like, why? <laughs> why are you watching that? <laughs> you do have to kind of expose yourself to d- this different stuff, though. Like, in a small town like we grew up How in. How else am I going to do this? Yeah. Like... I would love to uproot my family and live in, you know, downtown heart of somewhere huge. Yeah. But until that actually makes sense, I am left with television. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't actually, it's not so bad. No, it's like, a good learning tool. Um, I bawled my eyes out because watching Shameless is the first time I ever saw two gay men fall in love yeah and it was just I was like oh my gosh like there was a part of me that just didn't understand because I hadn't been around it I haven't seen it like I'm okay with it but I don't get it like because I haven't had to like think through things yet right and anyway it was beautiful yeah (laughs) yeah and I don't know things like that um like uh oh I love it when like rare disorders go by on my Facebook feed it's like there's this guy that interviews a bunch of like each episode is a different rare disorder and he interviews them and he's like what would you like the world to know about you yeah and you know like yep I love doing that kind of stuff it just broadens your viewpoint of of people yeah but what do you do for (laughs) people that don't enjoy that like I live with one. (laughs) Well, and we just keep talking and we talk and we keep talking. And I think we will just have to keep talking for the rest of our lives. Yeah. About like this new thing I learned, that Mm -hmm. new thing I learned. And, but that's a good point too, because a lot of this stuff is like, you're by yourself doing this work, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's a lot of self work and that's why it's so hard. And I think that's why a lot of people just don't do it. Is because well, and I think it doesn't occur to some people. To no, do it. it doesn't. I don't think it does either. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it's um, important for us to leave people with tangible, um, little homework things that they can practice this in their lives. <clears throat> I need actionable items in my life. So, to kind of like get towards the tail end of this, um, maybe you can think of things too, but like. What could we leave people, um, like, tangible homework items? So, like, one thing that I had on my list was um, and just starting when starting with admitting when you're wrong about something that you were ill-informed about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to do that more. <laughs> and when I do admit that I'm wrong about something that I was ill-informed about or refusing to, you know, yeah. grasp... Um, 
I feel like a fucking badass. Like, I feel like I'm really mature. And I feel like I'm really <laughs> the better person, which is also, I need to work on that little ego thing. <laughs> but, like, the, the what I thought would happen is I would feel less than and I would feel stupid and looked at poorly. I feel that way. I still feel like shit. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then you can you can have one of two options. You can still feel like shit and wouldn't admit you're wrong, but then you might feel like me and feel I like... I do feel like I'm going in the right direction, though. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. stepping there, yeah. And I, I, I feel good when mm-hmm. I admit that I'm wrong, when I, when I am when I am wrong, you know? And there are some yeah. times where, you know, I'm sure I have been wrong where I have not been ready to admit it yet also because we're human and I'm still kind of an asshole sometimes. But when I do, it just feels like I fucking won the war, even if I lost. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, you don't have the balls to admit that you're wrong. Like, check mine out, you know? Yeah, you can look back without regrets. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, my tangible, I have two things. Do it. And I have paid up the wazoo out of my HSA mm-hmm. to pay for this advice. Ooh. <laughs> uh... One of the okay, no, the advice is coming later. The Get first your story straight. <laughs> shut up. The first thing I was thinking of, like the I think the best advice is just to say why. That's on my list too. Ask like, why all over the time. and over, like in your head. Yeah. Like, even if it's like, I'm so pissed they cut me off on track of it. Why? <laughs> like, yeah, you fucking hate it. When be your, your kids own do annoying right? three year old. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I think if you're willing to do that and can manage to not go nuts Mm -hmm. doing it, it can help you to get to the root of your own feelings, which Mm -hmm. is the source of true power. It really is. Um, And the other thing that I have paid out the HS up, out, the wazoo. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever direction you want to (laughs) go. Either way, <laughs> up or up. <laughs> um, yes, uh, my shrink has told me, like, okay, when these uncomfortable feelings come into your brain, it spikes, uh, it spikes some cortisol, it spikes some anxiety. Even if it's cortisol is a stress hormone, right? Yes, even if it's not a threat to your actual existence, it's. Uh, your brain's like, no, no, no. Your brain still interprets it. Right. And she's like, that, that is an, that is a feeling. It's a moment in time where you can choose to take five deep breaths Mm -hmm. and you sit with it. And I am very quick. I am very speedy, sir. Um, (laughs) Sneaky. Very sneaky, sneaky, sir. I'm very sneaky, sir. Um, I'm really quick about it. Like those uncomfortable feelings cause me to... I'm going to text a friend and get invested in their life. How are you? Yeah, just kind of distract. And, <laughs> yeah. It, or like, uh, yeah, just like dist- whatever, get distracted. But if I can like hold off, like put down my phone, like sit on my steps and think like, oh, this feels like shit. Oh, I feel like shit. Like, yeah. Like if I just keep doing that, that breathing, I, like, survived a minor attack. So, pause there, because I want to say that this breathing, deep breathing, this meditation shit, it isn't just frou-frou little girl stuff. No, okay. This is, like, science. This is school coming in. Yes. They told us that, like, you can't even begin therapy until you get your client's heart rate down. 
because yeah. there's I don't know what the beats per minute cutoff is, but if you're above that, you're in survival mode, and the <gasps> frontal lobe is dark. Like Whoa. if you have a brain scan, if you have these probes stuck to your brain, yeah. if you're when your heartbeat is up to a certain point, the front, the reasoning part that makes you human, like the ability to think about what I think, yeah, like that's the part that defines your like higher order thinking right your ability to like reason and think through things Mm -hmm. is offline Um, when your heart rate is too high yes and you're in your survival part of your brain which is like in your brain stem the back of your neck it's called your lizard brain it's in the back of your neck yep it's like is that why my that's where i get hot when i get overwhelmed and like something's bad I get hot in the back Weird. of my neck. Weird. I didn't know you could physically feel your brain sensations. But know, yes, maybe. that's the part of your brain that's Weird. lit up. And uh, that's pure survival. Yeah. And um, so that's why people do dumb things when they're stressed. Sure. Yeah. Is because they're in that survival mode. And like, are we actually running from bears? No. Yeah. Did we really have to act that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't know that because, yeah. And so if you have the ability... To breathe and physically get your heart rate down, then you're in a different part of your brain. You're in the brain that makes you a civil human being. Mm -hmm. And it just helps with your uh, thought processes. And your reasoning and your like, okay, I can change my viewpoints and not die as a person. Or I can change my viewpoints and God is not going to strike me down. Yes. So like in a Facebook comment thread, it's like, oh no, she didn't. Yeah. And you're pissed and you're livid. Like, you go and breathe. You know, which is not rocket science. I feel like people do that all the time. But me, I don't, like... I don't do that as as much. I will take a bitch down. Yeah. You know, like, I am ready to fight. And I'm good at it. I'm good at it. (laughs) 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 That was my warrior. My warrior scream. (laughs) But you backed away from the mic, so it's probably like, ah, like on the, on the recording. <laughs> so I I think we're at a good point. We've given the audience a couple like tangible things to try. Uh, ask why. Deep breaths. Ask why. Deep breaths. Let's use our, our logical brain instead of our lizard brain. Let's try to learn how to access. What was your access advice? Access Mine was the um, research. Did I say re- that? Research opposing views purposely? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, to end every segment of this podcast, I would like to break from the topics and just kind of allow people to um, be a failure and be honest about it. I feel like that's super important for people to break off of the social media shit and just be like, hey, like, my marriage isn't perfect even though I post all the pictures that look like I'm perfect. Or my car breaks down even though it's a Porsche. You know, shit like that. I have hemorrhoids. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) But look at this cute skirt. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, I I want to call this last portion of the podcast um, two wins and a fail. Oh. So, I will start first. I have to pull these out of my butt because I didn't. I didn't prepare. Hemorrhoids. (laughs) Staying on topic. (laughs) So I want to share two things that I did well or I won at this week and then um, a failure that I would like to work on. Um, So a win is I feel like this recording of the podcast went much better than our first practice run. I feel proud of that. Um, Thank you for being here. So I didn't have to talk to the wall. You're welcome. 
excellent supporting of the sister unit. Um, another win would be, <laughs> oh, I got to have one-on-one conversations with uh, Will and Charlie alone. Those are my niece and my nephew, uh, some of them. And it was very important for me. I didn't know it was, and I didn't do it pos- or like on purpose, but it was really good this weekend over the 4th of July. I don't know when you guys are listening to this, so sorry if it's outdated, but um, we had our 4th of July celebration, and I got to sit down with just Will and then just Charlotte, um, Charlie, and have like conversations with them. And they're very young. They're like t- eight? Seven and eight. Seven and eight? Okay. Six, seven. Whatever. And so it was important to me. I felt like that was a really great aunt moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they gave a shit about it, but I did. Yes. It filled my bank, my emotion bank or whatever. Um, and then a failure. <clears throat> this was my failure. I do remember this from the last time that I um, <laughs> was writing down two wins and a fail. Uh, and it's still valid for uh, this week is I find myself interrupting people more often. <laughs> and um, <What? laughs> and my partner has noticed that I've been interrupting more often. <laughs> And I'm a person that just finds, like, interrupting to be extremely rude and self-centered. The victim has become the villain. It's true. I am doing it now. And I hate it. And sometimes, you know, like, I feel like when I'm talking, like, with you or whatever, like, a lot of times, like, we're on the same, and with Aaron, my partner, like, we're on the same, like, brainwave Mm -hmm. all the time. And so it's almost like we could just look at each other <laughs> and know exactly what's happening. They gave each other the eyeball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the lazy eye. <laughs> but yeah, and so I, I get, I do, I get excited and I want to jump on that same brainwave and be like, hey, I'm surfing with you, man. But um, it also has come out in situations where that's not appropriate to do that. Get off my way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so that is a, that is, that is my fail. Uh, that I will admit publicly that I want to work on because, um, yeah, like I said, I hate it when people do it to me. So I would like to stop doing that to other people. Do you have two wins and or a fail? Okay. Two. Okay. One win. One win. I babysat today Mm -hmm. and I did a pretty good job. Good. I think. Good. Uh, that's loaded. Uh, and, and when you babysit, you usually have a lot of kids on your hands, right? Well, it's kids aren't like, yay, kids. It's more like a struggle and Controlled keeping chaos. myself in. No, for me personally, oh, for like keeping myself in check, like oh, keeping yeah. my stress levels realistic, like I don't all this stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Another win is I, well, kind of a happy thing. Mm-hmm. I got information about my job when I start and so I'm excited Uh, tell people where you're going to work if you want to the area education agency of Iowa and so you're going to be like that person in the school that advocates for kids right Uh, kind of or teachers advocates for the teachers who are already advocating for the kids that's her professional you put that box in a box I put that box in that box (laughs) I'll mail that box to myself (laughs) smash it with a hammer (laughs) That's little emperor screw for Less you. Smashing. <laughs> no, but so you're yes. going. You're going. You're you're applying. I'm excited. I'm proud that I am yes. qualified to get a job like that right out of college. So I'm excited. That's a huge win. Yes. Fail. Uh, Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, let's see. Fail. Um. 
I'm also trying to be like nicer to myself. Yep. I feel like five years ago I would have like a whole diary filled with fails. So I'm trying to be less dramatic. That's good though. Um, yeah. Uh, I would say I really let my kid down. <laughs> okay. With a pet situation and I made the right choice, but it hurt my kid's feelings and mm-hmm. there was just not a real good way to not feel shitty about it. So can I summarize that for people? I don't I won't go into any detail. So basically sure. you had to let down one of your kids and get rid of a pet. And get rid of a pet. Yep. And it was the right decision, but it was super hard. Yes. For everybody. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't I don't need to fix it for you. I wouldn't qualify that as a fail, but it is hard. It's super yeah. hard. Anyway. Fucking sucks. Excellent. Yes. I encourage everyone listening to have your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> God. Help oh. control the pet population. Right. No, but um, maybe consider being a little more open and honest on social media so we can kind of. Um, uh, I got rid of a pet and I feel like shit about it. Yeah. Well, then you find out also that there's so many people that do come to your rescue and do support you. Yes. And it's cool to find your little pod of people. There is a pod. Yep. And sometimes you don't find those people until you air out your shit. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm kind of done talking about this. So Are you done Here talking about this? I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us. We got to wrap this up. Uh, if you want to check out um, any more information that um, we have been babbling about, uh the links are in the bio. Um, consider supporting us, um, the LAS podcast. Uh, consider supporting us on pod uh, on Patreon. Excuse me, it's patreon.com uh, slash LAS podcast network. Um, or you can check us out online on our website, laspodcastnetwork.com. We're on Facebook too. Um, we so appreciate you listening to our weird sister rambles today. Um, I, I think that's it. Any 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 final words? Drive safe. Drive safe. Uh. I, lo- <laughs> I love you all. Some more than others. <laughs> Bye. As a rule, we appreciate humanity. <laughs>